0: good morning coaches this is your wake-up call today is monday november 6th and here are a few things you should know for the week Welcome to November to Remember. It is officially underway and registration closes at the end of day today. Guys, it's really important that you and your teams are on a team and engaged. Why? Because this is your opportunity to help customers, your family, your community, and to truly make this a November to Remember. The last day to register your school-related charity is November 15th at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure you fill out the form. There's more information at FAQ 8239. And remember that you must be registered on a team in order to earn the Success Club prize this month. Speaking of November to Remember, don't forget Double Time is now available. Double Time Challenge Packs can earn you three Success Club points during the November to Remember promotion. Double Time is Beachbody's first Ever partner focused program from Super Trainer Tony Horton, and it was absolutely created with families in mind. Double Time gets kids and parents up and active together. All you need to do is grab a ball to get started. You can learn more about Double Time at FAQ three four seven two, and check out the product training guide and the challenge group guide in the Coach Online Office. So we talked about November to Remember Double Time. Join us today for a live surge. It's happening at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the TBB Coach 411 U.S. Facebook page. Carl Deichler will be kicking off the launch of Double Time and November to Remember with amazing coach interviews from husband and wife duo Amber and Jake Kuyper and six Time Elite Superstar Diamond Coach Lindsay Madway, y'all do not miss the live surge today at 3 p.m. And by the way, a little obsessed kicks off today. It's coming to Beachbody On Demand December 20th, so if you're on, Dece- you on Beachbody On Demand, be sure to check it out. We're going to be doing a few previews of what you can expect on December 20th, live November 6th through the 10th from 9 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific Center Time. There's some more information there at FAQ 826. That's all I got. I am going to now officially introduce our president of coach development, Jeff Till.
1: I was going to say Sandy, but apparently you're not Sandy, Keyshawn. And if anyone out there is listening to this call, you wonder about the power of Energize. You just heard it. You experienced it. You felt it. Um, it we're, it's always a little dangerous if if Keyshawn starts out the morning with Energized. But you know what? She, she is fantastic. So thank you so much for stepping in. Well, coaches, welcome to our national wake-up call. How, we have a great call lined up for you. Um, absolutely amazing! We just came off of our leadership weekend in Las Vegas with about four to five hundred of our top coaches. Uh, we spent—boy, I was there since Wednesday—but we spent the entire weekend together uh, with training, with insights. We had Mel Robbins who came and spoke to us. Uh, came and spoke to us. The five-four—the five-second rule: five-four-three-two-one, go! We had Jason Jennings at our elite. Uh, 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 Breakout session, and this guy was just phenomenal on leadership and on stewardship. And there were so many pieces that came out of that, and over time, I know that you'll see these filtered out, but it was renewing, it was strengthening, and it was absolutely fantastic. Our guest speaker today is going to probably share maybe one or two insights that she gleaned from that. But, um, coaches, as Keyshawn went through those initial announcements for today, yes, double time is there, yes, we have the surge, Uh, but if I could say to you, one of the most critical, powerful things that you can do today, okay? Just most powerful, critical things you can do today, if you're wanting to move your business forward, if you haven't done this already, it is to pick your partner and get registered for November to remember. Um, Elizabeth on this call today is going to talk about the power of a movement, creating a movement. Movements start with a person, and then it starts with. That person locking arms, connecting with another person. And that is the purpose of creating a November to remember, you with someone else, you helping other people. So do not underestimate the power of November to remember. Do not underestimate the power of what you can do with someone else as a success partner In building this business, lifting each other up, Um, this isn't something that's just a funsy kicks and giggles or unicorns and rainbows type of a thing. This is a business building exercise that is geared to help you get a return on your efforts, a return on investment. And so uh, this is a must in your business if you're serious about this. So I hope that message is loud and clear. Registration ends tonight. So get registered. Find a partner. Make this thing work. And then we'll go to work because work works. So hopefully I've been unequivocally clear on what you need to do today other than stay on this call for the rest. Of it. So here's some great information. So let's jump in. Let's recognize the people that moved their business forward last week. And to do so, we're going to have Darren Ashby jump on. So, Darren, jump on, buddy. Hey, good morning, Jeff, and good morning,
2: coaches. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Here we go with our newest Diamond coaches for the week. We have a bunch. Here they are. Congratulations to Ulyssa Aguilar, Margie Breckner, Emily Calderon, Sarah Dietsch from the U.K., Abby Greening, Jennifer Gould, Sarah Heath. Stephanie Henjum, Chelsea Hillard, Tara, Kuima, Celia Lindor, from Canada, Rebecca Matthews, Andrea Reamers, Ryan Ricker, from the UK, Lindsay Sherwin, from Canada, Emma Slomp, Emily Snap, Emily Spencer, and Jeannie Temple. Great job, guys. Now for our newest star diamonds this week, congratulations to Andrew Engel, Tracy Kovac, in a secondary CBC from Canada, Megan Rempel, and Tara Senebasan. All right. Our newest two-star diamond. Congratulations to Kaisha Embry. Our new three-star diamond this week, Ashton Torrell. New five-star diamond. Congratulations to Caitlin Dutchman. And coaches, we have a new 12-star diamond coach. That would be none other than Chelsea Pearson. Way to go, Chelsea. That is huge. All right. That's it for ranks. Now on to top success club point earners for the week. Congratulations to Ashley Molstad, Melissa St. Laurent, Stephanie Henjem, Evie Morales, and Emily Favre. All right, that's another week of advancements. Congratulations to everyone on the call. Have a wonderful day and make it a fantastic week. Everybody, back to Jeff.
1: All right, thanks, Darren. Now... Uh... I talked before about the power of what you can do with someone else and about that being the catalyst for a movement, and that's what we're going to be talking about next. And we're absolutely thrilled to have on the call with us this morning Superstar Diamond Coach. She's a three-time elite Success Club 10 all-star legend, which means she's got like 61 months in, uh, in Success Club. And, again, that just means a consistency of helping people, and those things roll up into what becomes, that's the catalyst of a successful business. Absolutely delighted and thrilled to have on the call with us today, Superstar Diamond Coach, Elizabeth Hartke. Elizabeth, are you there?
3: Hey, Jeff. How are you doing?
1: I am fantastic, and I'm excited to have you on the call today, so thanks for, thanks for showing up because I know you had a busy weekend.
3: I did. An amazing weekend. I have to say, every time I talk to you, I learn something new. I just learned a new phrase from you.
1: (laughs) That scares me. What did I say that I didn't know I said? Kicks and giggles. Kicks and giggles. Yes, but you're... (laughs) Well, here's what I'm hoping from your call today is that we feel like we got a swift kick in the behind and we're going to look at this thing and say, man, there's so much here that that we can do. So um, we're going to stay with the kicks and then maybe at the end we'll giggle. How about that?
3: <laughs> Sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> All right. Hey, well, listen, Elizabeth, um, getting serious now on this, um, you've been a coach for how long?
3: Uh, almost six years this coming this spring
1: okay so go go back before you know let's take us back six years and and I always think you know we start out these calls all all the same way pretty much but I think it's so important for the newer coaches on these calls to realize it's almost like we do a disservice sometimes by reading all of the accolades and where people are today what they've become because really the power of this business is the becoming uh you know and where you were and you know everybody's fundamentally the same and so take us back 6 years and tell us a little bit about how you got in and how you've become who you've become
3: yeah i'd be happy to so i think you hear this a lot but if i can do this anybody can do this because when i think back me, six years ago to where i was in my life i was just going with the flow of the river there was no i had ambitions and i had desires but i wasn't ambitious enough to make anything come to life so because of that i went to college and i got the degree and i got the corporate job that kind of society told me to do despite the fact that i was completely unfulfilled and unhappy in what I was doing. And at the same time, I noticed my health declining because I just, I wasn't empowered. I wasn't taking care of myself. And I was leaning into my excuses and I was working a lot of hours. So I put on a lot of weight and I saw my confidence just kind of fade out. It went with, you know, the weight I was putting on, how I didn't feel good. I didn't have energy. I didn't have that health. And I was working in this corporate career where i was going through the motions on autopilot and at my core i always had this feeling like i know i'm made for something more i know i have a greater purpose and i didn't know how to bring that to life so for me i just felt stifled in my creativity and had lost that passion and that fire for for living honestly
1: so what so, what what moved you
3: what moved me, I'll tell you, I was I was desperate. I think desperation brings out this side of people where they finally get to this breaking point and they're willing to take action finally. And I'm grateful for that desperation because it drove me into motion. And I, was, I went to a yoga studio one day and I say that I was literally rescued by Shakeology. I went into this yoga studio. I saw a pamphlet for this shake and I'm ever the skeptic. So I brought that pamphlet to um, my doctor and my nutritionist and my chiropractor and I was like, is this the real deal or is this a, a quick fix? Because I was looking for a long-term healthy solution. That, that desperation des- desperation got me to a place where I was like, okay, I want to take action, but I want to do it in the right way. And I bought Shakeology. And that was, that was the turning point for me because all of a sudden – I started to get my health back. I started to get my energy back. I started to feel better from the inside out. And when it clicked that I could change my health, I started to realize I could change other areas of my life too. And that's when I got introduced to P90X and was watching my coach in the balance kind of on social media, just kind of observing what he was doing with his business and with his life, and started to entertain what was once a very, you know, I was very hesitant to entertain the coaching opportunity until i saw him one day on like a random weekday out hiking with his wife and his daughters and i was like i want that freedom like i want to live a better life i want to make bigger impact and i don't want to be sitting in this cubicle anymore and that was kind of how this all came to life for me
1: well so was there a time when it started to it came to life where it started to click you know, I mean, typically you talk to people and there's like a starting time and then there's like the starting time. Or was was that the time when they the kind of said you saw Keith and it was like, okay, I'm all in. I've got to figure this thing out, get curious and get going. Or what? how did that happen?
3: Yeah, I was all in before I knew what that meant. It was when I think back to times in my business where I was like seeing true success. The beginning was one of them because I didn't have... The fear or the doubt i didn't know what diamond meant, like all I knew was that my whole life had changed by using these products, and i couldn't wait to go tell my mom so that she could get healthier and and give it to my brother and and help one of my uncles. It was just like this really natural progression there wasn't the overthinking i wasn't scrolling on Facebook or wasting any time because all I knew was I had to get this in the hands of more people because of how it had changed my life. So in the beginning, it was kind of like my business took off before I even realized I was building a business.
1: Well, so that's that's got to be a good feeling. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but look, <laughs> but looking yeah, But looking back, I'm sure that there were some things that you did. You know, I mean, sometimes yeah. like you say, you're not even aware of what you're doing that is creating traction. But in hindsight, you look back and you say, oh, now I recognize I was doing A, B, and C that drove results in my business. Can you, can you highlight any of those?
3: So in the beginning, it was like building those relationships with the people closest to me. And then I noticed once that happened – I started to see my business kind of level off because I was starting to overanalyze everything I was doing. Now I understood Success Club and Diamond, and I was achieving those things, but I was shifting my focus to the things versus the people, and I felt this negative shift in my business with it. So I'm I'm going to get back to what you're saying but I think I have to describe kind of the downfall before I I tell you the uptick and what I did to change it. So I was making I started making my business from being totally honest all about me, my individual goals. I where am I at in Success Club this month? What's my rank going to be? And those things are super important and they're kind of the benchmarks and the barometer for where we're going in our business. But I was teaching my coaches to do that too. And I lost sight of my mission that I had when I first started, which was this, I was so empowered and and so passionate about connecting with each individual person in in the beginning and getting to know what it was they needed and how I could serve them through this opportunity. And I shifted my focus to like me, what am I trying to achieve this month? Where can I take this? And I was making, you know, I was using Beachbody as the vehicle to get to those things versus to get to that greater mission. So... When I think to when I was flourishing in my business, I had purpose behind it, and I was building solid connections and relationships with each individual person, and I was asking the right questions, and I was getting to know them, and I was seeing how I could use this, either the products or the coaching opportunity or whatever we had in our tool belt to serve that person and help them work towards what it was they needed in their life like where I was when I started, when I desperately needed my health back and and to feel alive again.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it does. I think it's a a great answer. I think that is as and, and what you shared is not dissimilar to others, because I think what happens, people get in, you know, they, they, they sense what body can offer them, they, they've got in some individual goals, they're very passionate about it, and then they start to share authentically with people, and then you try and speed up that process, and you try and get more efficient, and sometimes what, I've, what my observation has been is that sometimes people in their, in their efforts to become more efficient with systems and processes and, and the, you know, achieving this and that, that they become less effective, um, and so efficiency doesn't always mean effectiveness. And so there, there's always got to be those gut checks along the way to say, Am I still grounded in the mission? Am I still grounded in the purpose of what brought me in? Do I remember what attracted me initially? And am I offering that to the people that I come into contact with? And I've found that the people that do that, that return to that while still sharing their enhanced skills and abilities, those are the people that really. Um, create strong, strong businesses because, yes, they become more skilled, but they still are grounded in the purpose and, and, and the mission. And that's not warm and soft, warm and fuzzy stuff. That is, that is stuff, that purpose piece. I mean, we, we talked a lot about it this weekend, right? It becomes the driver for your stewardship. It becomes the real soul of this and, 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 and makes you so much better. as a a leader and and in doing what you're doing. So anyway, I'm talking too much, and I know this is a bit of the core of what you want to get into is with this idea of creating a movement. So let's jump to that piece.
3: Okay, so this was, I want to get into like the nitty-gritty of the how you do this, but I have to tell you, like this was all so solidified for me over this leadership retreat, and I I get the goosebumps even thinking about it, because when Carl took the stage to kick off, our elite mastermind that first day he told a story that I think it had a lot of us in tears, not just because of the power of the story, but because of what it meant to us and, and our mission in this. And he talks about the the Navy SEALs training and that final test that they have to push the SEALs to their breaking point. And he tells us about how, you know, the instructor tells these guys you're going into this freezing water. It's going to be torture And this will all be over. All this pain and this struggle will stop after the first five guys quit. And typically, you know, guys drop off and eventually that exercise ends. But this one particular group this day decided they were going to link arms in that freezing water and the waves are crashing over them. And all of a sudden, it went from this individual goal of lasting the longest in the water, which isn't exactly a motivating thought when you're thinking of what you're suffering through to this team of men coming together with a greater purpose together. And something different happened that day where these guys, they were singing, they were linked arms, and they were able to last hours longer than the typical training group in previous Navy SEALs trainings. And Carl has us all stand up, in this conference center, come to the center of the room, link arms with one another as coaches Coaches and remind us that this is bigger than just us. This is a movement. As coaches, as a network, as a company, we are changing lives and changing the world. And when I, it, it just struck a chord with me because when I thought of all the times that I saw success in my business, it was when our team came together with a greater mission. Like when 22-minute hardcore launched, we had this whole month where we were Bringing people in to help them get started on their health and fitness goals, but the proceeds were going to veteran suicide awareness. Or when I watch leaders like Katie Ursa and her team doing their every sweat matters for the people who can't do their workout that day because they're sick or they've fallen on a hard times or when Beachbody does something like November to remember. Where, yeah, we're all pushing for success club points this month like we always do, but we're putting meaning behind it now. And because of this opportunity, because we're linking arms with someone and with the network with purpose and drive, we have a chance to make a true impact in our communities. And you're going to see this month that the numbers of success club points and the people who maybe didn't typically hit it or hit high numbers are going to increase their numbers because they're part of this movement. So I want to kind of break down how you do that. And I think there are three levels to creating a movement. And the first is creating the movement within yourself, then bringing that to your team. And then how do you do that in your personal network? And when I say personal network, I mean you know people who have not yet become a part of the Beachbody network in some capacity. So, Jeff, can I kind of start breaking those things you down Jump for you? in.
1: Go. You're on a roll. Okay,
3: cool. <laughs> I took my energize, so i got to take advantage of it while it lasts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got so, it. So creating the movement within yourself. If if we don't do this first, the next two things, they really don't matter. So the, the first thing that hit me when I, I thought back to a time where my business, where I was like, I felt like I was hitting my head against the wall. I was spinning my wheels, doing the work, but I wasn't feeling that passion for it because I I wasn't focused on my own personal mission. And my husband just point blank asked me, why do you do this? Why do you do what you do? And I couldn't answer him. I had already achieved the goals that I had pushed for, and I kept thinking those were my mission, but then they had happened, and I didn't know what it was. So here's the thing that I had to do. I had to come up with a one-liner that I felt super confident in. I'm in the business of blank. And I encourage all of you guys to do that same thing and and know that it's, we're not in the business of weight loss. We're in the business of something far greater than that. So I was able to just empower myself by having that statement. I'm in the business of helping extraordinary women break free of an ordinary life through fitness, personal growth, and entrepreneurship. And I know every morning that's right in front of my face and I am so driven by that statement. The second piece of... Creating that movement within yourself is casting the bigger vision. So how am I using this platform to bring this mission of mine, something that I'm so passionate about, to, to life? And I know for a lot of us, it is about getting out of debt or being home with our kids someday or bringing our, spice home, our, our spouse home. But one day, you're going to accomplish that, and then what? I challenge you guys not to take the easy route of focusing solely on the external things. Those are the goals. They're great, but they're not the greater mission. I challenge you to make this stand for something and to give it meaning. And I was talking to Vito Lafada the other day, and he said it in just the perfect way. The deeper, deepest anchor for us as coaches is when it's something that speaks to our heart that's far beyond just you, And you want it to be about something you probably won't even live to see the end of, but you make a dent in it, and then you pass on the baton. So a quick little exercise that helps with this is write down five things that just fire you up or piss you off. Is it an injustice in the world? What is it that speaks to you? So, for example, I know for Carl, when I watched him on stage this weekend, it's about childhood obesity. You know, that's one major driver for him. Or for a lot of us, it's about creating a legacy for our family or helping people overcome that victim mindset or helping people get out of living in this constant debt cycle. It doesn't have to be this big, scary thing. It's just what matters to you. So don't get overwhelmed by it or think it's about the size. Just make sure it speaks to your heart. Maybe it's you want to make an impact in your home. You want your children to be raised healthy and you start there. Let that movement, it might be small in size, but it's mighty in its mission. And maybe it's, you know, every Sunday you go to church and you – See all these people there to fill up their spirit, and then you go after church to the rec center with your priest or pastor and all these people, and you see them stuffing them fa- their faces with donuts and sugared coffee, and you want to make your difference there. You want to help them see that if they're nourishing their spirit, they should be nourishing their body too. And you bring in Shakeology and Daily Sunshine for the kids, and you teach them how to do that. Just make sure it's something that speaks to you, because the reality check is that You and your coaches, you're not getting out of bed extra early or shutting off Netflix on the weekend because you, quote, like helping people. That's an awesome thing, but you have to have something that speaks to you. And two quick little tools that help do that um, by Simon Sinek, the book Start With Why and Find Your Why. That really helped me define that. And then the last piece of this first one is creating the game plan to align with that vision. So for me, I work really well from checklists. I have my daily checklist. It's on my desk every single morning. I'm not allowed to have my shake, which is my treat, until I finish my checklist. And on my checklist are the things that typically go into a power hour. And then I have my 10 and play. I've been using my 10 and play for years. It's just a numbered 1 to 10. I like simplicity. And it's a list of 10 names of the people that I'm talking to and helping until I can eventually somehow convert them or serve them through this opportunity. If they convert into a coach or a customer their name is replaced, or if they flip me the bird and tell me to get lost, their name is replaced. But that 10 in play always has 10 people on it, and it's helping me so my, my pipeline never gets dry. So can I go into the second one? I'm really excited, Jackie.
1: No, you're going number two.
3: Number two. So how do you then infuse this into your team, even if your team is small? Because I know a lot of people on here might be new. It doesn't matter. Your team is you and maybe that one person that you're helping so far and anyone after that. I encourage you to do that first exercise I talked about with your team. I posted in my team page the other day, and I was so impressed with them. (laughs) I said, what are we in the business of? And I was kind of nervous to see the answers because I was afraid they were going to say you know, fitness or health or weight loss. But almost every single one of them, there were hundreds and hundreds of replies of people that said, we're in the business of empowering women. We're in the business of – You know, they just, like, they spoke to their greater mission, and they got it. So that's a good gauge. Like, ask your team what they think so that you can start that conversation with them and help guide them towards understanding, having purpose in everything that they're doing. Another thing that we did, I was starting to notice a negative shift in the culture of the team. And everyone was kind of focusing on the lack or had a scarcity mindset. And I knew as the leader of that particular group, it was up to me to turn that around. So I came up with this simple concept that helped us join forces in a greater mission. So I called it the Be a Difference Maker Movement. And I put up a post again. I went live in the page and I asked them, what impact do you want to make in the world through coaching? Not like what's your goal this month or how many successful points do you want? And, And I don't want to deceive anyone. Like those are important things that we do focus on in some capacity. But I wanted to know why are they doing those things? And the response was incredible. People came out of the woodwork. They, we all set this new standard for what it meant to be a difference maker. So starting that conversation in your team, that's what's going to set you apart. The conversation isn't always focused so heavily on success Club, for example. We set ourselves apart when we start to think differently. And what I noticed is when we do that, Success club happens in a bigger way. Rank advancements happen. Recruiting happens. All those other things happen because people are excited to get out of bed and do the work that might typically not be appealing to them because they have a reason for doing it. The third thing in that category is create opportunities for your team, your newer coaches, whomever it may be, to have wins along the way. So, you know, Beachbody has their Beachbody Challenge Challenge we created a team Beachbody challenge and like within our team. And it was really cool because we kind of, we set standards for it. So each month there's a different product from our incredible products suite that we're all going to use as a team together so we did the performance line last month and to be eligible to win the beach body challenge within our team they had to be using the performance line for a month consistently which meant we saw an uptick in volume within our team people had were able to become more of a product of the product cuz they're using the products every day and they had a story with a product that maybe they weren't using before and they're working towards this team beach body challenge and it was amazing the response they got and it's not necessarily about recruiting or Diamond or Volume, but all of those things increased in that month when we were focusing on, you know, helping one more person and bringing these incredible products to the market because because of the mission. And then as leaders, I think, or and when I say leaders of your team, switch up recognition. Like my team was getting bored with the same old PV success club top recruiter boards So we're kind of switching that up we're in that process we have we're starting to recognize transformations within the team again we created something called the one comma club which you know when someone earns their first thousand in a month we recognize them for that not because they got a thousand bucks in the bank but because they can be a difference maker and they can make more of an impact because of those earnings and they're helping more people and i have a lot of coaches who say. Rank doesn't really mean that much to me, uh, so I don't push for it. So it's up to us to redefine rank and not make the, the gemstone, the sole driving focus, but inspire people to want to do the work. So we stopped saying, like, it's all about diamond because diamond to us means eight more difference makers in our movement. It means diamond meant to me that eight of us are working together versus one of us out there trying to do it alone. So that's how you bring it, infuse it into your team. And then the third and final one is infusing it into your network. So those are the people that haven't yet joined Beachbody. So you've got to kind of know your person that you're trying to serve and think about what do they dream about, what are their pain points, and offer value or community around that. So instead of doing another, I think free groups are valuable, but instead of doing another run-of-the-mill clean eating or here's how you drink water group, this is an ongoing, ever-growing community. And this helps your pipeline always be full. Um, People are always dying to have something that they belong to. So this community isn't like a limited time thing. This is ongoing. And they might have some vision for their life that they can't do alone, but they can do it with you and your crew that you're coming together. So I'll give you an example. It is a problem, that parents feel like they can't raise a healthy home. It's a serious problem that our children's life expectancy is shorter than their parents. So you can go out and you can try and sell daily sunshine to them and you can sell double time now that it's launched as a product, but you you can also see it differently. You can see it as a movement. You are playing an integral role in helping people raise healthy families and when a family is healthy in body they become healthy in mind and when they're healthy in mind they go on to make a healthy and positive impact on the world so be so committed to that vision and know that you're an imp- important piece of it so don't sell the product like move this mission forward and there was a perfect example i think jeff did you say that the kuipers are going to be on this surge later today yeah this afternoon they did? Yes. yeah um, they're incredible they showed their story, this incredible couple, so sweet, and they just set out, they took, they created this group called Take Back the Kitchen. You guys have to watch this search today because it was so eye-opening for me. They made it about families taking back the kitchen and bringing health back into their lives. They have over 11,000 people in their community. And I don't want that number to overwhelm you because overwhelm you, it overwhelmed me a little bit, Remember what I said, it can, it can be small. It can be in your church. It can be in your home. But just be so connected and committed to whatever it is you believe in. And a great tool, well, but, if you guys... Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, sorry, but, but when you say the 11,000, it didn't start with 11,000, it grew to that. Right, so they, right. grew, and, they grew with that.
3: Totally. And to your point, Jeff, when you open the call... A movement starts with one person and that person is you and then you're going to go help that next person and they're going to fall in love with the movement and then they're going to go. And that's how it grew to 11,000. It was two people with a vision for helping their own family first. It starts in our own homes. And it doesn't have to be, keep in mind, you can think outside the box a little bit too. I have my own community and it's not actually uh, focused on health, but it, funnels beautifully into Beachbody and people wanting to commit to Shakeology and our programs. It's called Iron Sharpens Iron and the concept behind it is it's just a community where women come together to lift each other up and pushing for their own dreams and ambitions and goals in life but it's very natural to have that conversation in the community go to health because that's a foundational concept in becoming successful in life. So make your community about whatever it is you're on fire about and that that community is going to build trust and establish credibility with the people you're connecting with. And that allows you to have those conversations behind the scenes about what you do as a coach, about, you know, these incredible products that have helped you get to where you are. And if you haven't done this yet, testimonials are huge because people want to be a part of what other people are part of that's having success so i have some of my coaches and my customers just to create like a short little one minute video or a little write-up about their experience with coaching their experience with working with me their experience with daily sunshine and their kids or shakeology so i have that in my tool belt so when people aren't just hearing it from me they're hearing it from other people who have been a part of this movement mission and they want to be a part of it too and we have to be willing to have these conversations you know, intentionally and consistently on social media. And, you know, when you're doing that, when you're shifting the conversation from, like, buy this product or do this to here's what impact this will make on your life, you'll go from being just another Beachbody coach who's afraid to post because you're afraid of what people might think of you to so connected to what you're doing you could scream it from the rooftops without caring what everyone, anyone's going to think. And people can't wait to become a part of something like that. And, and the last piece and my recommendation, in this process of expanding your network through your movement, make sure you're collecting email addresses and growing your email list. You can use free tools like uh, MailChimp to put them in there or, you know, just pen and paper. That's how I started. So you don't want to be overwhelmed. But... You own an email list. You don't own necessarily a Facebook page or what anything could happen on social media. So having that email list allows you to continue that connection and continue to nurture that trust and that relationship behind the scenes through email. And breathe.
1: <laughs> You're done? That was no. – that was Elizabeth, that seriously – um, fantastic and and i 'm actually i 've got my computer screen up as we 're going along here and i 've had it open to the round table to the wall of that that 's the place where all five stars and a, and diamonds and above can uh, kind of exchange some ideas and i 'm just watching some of the comments there and the, the the sentiment is man, this is such a powerful, appropriate follow on to what what came out of leadership, but man there 's so many things that you hit there that just bam hit. You know, hit me. But, you know, again, coaches, this, we are a company about a movement, okay? We're not a company just about programs. Yes, the programs that we have offer solutions, but the movement that, that, that Liz talked about is this concept of ending the trend of obesity, of, of helping people live healthy and fulfilling lives. Nobody wants to be part of the program to achieve success, Success Club Points. Okay that's that inspires very very Few. People want to be part of something that's big, that drives them, where they're connected, where they know that they're making a difference. And, and yes, then the Success Club points becomes a way of contributing and measuring. And, and you know we have some fun and all that kind of stuff around it. But it's this movement that she talked about where the power is. And, and I, you need to go back and break this down because when she talks about the three pieces of, of one, first you have to create a movement within yourself. That that's primary. You have to provide that self-leadership and understand who you are, what you want, what that looks like. That's, that is the critical um, element. And then within your team and then within your personal network. Because if you do that first piece, people will want to be on your team. People will be connected to you and you will figure out the answers as you as you go along. So Liz, I we're running out of time here, but I but if you were to just come back and, and although the majority of the people on this call certainly weren't at leadership, if I'm gonna throw out some words and we haven't rehearsed this, okay? But if, if you if I were to throw out two words, three words, it's totally possible. What do those words now mean to you?
3: That is what is lighting my fire again. So Carl shared, you know, this, I'm not going to go into it, but this concept of it is totally possible. Life's going to be hard. Life's going to happen. It's going to throw you curveballs. But when you are committed to your mission, you will always keep going. Anything is going to be possible for you, whether you're a brand new coach saying, I don't even know what success club is yet, or if you're a superstar diamond feeling like you've hit a roadblock in your business it is possible for you when you believe in the reason that you showed up in the first place, and it's bigger than us as individuals. So our, our mission this month is to lock arms with one another in this November to Remember Challenge, to come together with a greater purpose and feel so on fire about why we do what we do. And, and to me, that just gives me goosebumps. Even thinking about it.
1: Yeah, it well well stated, Liz. I mean, Carl, a little bit of a surprise pulled me on stage at the end as he was going through this process <laughs> and had me go through some had me go through some numbers and do some math. And the reflex initially was, man, those are that's big, Carl. That we've not done that before. But his question back to me was, Jeff, is it possible? And it was, <laughs> yeah, it's possible. And his point was, our reflex. Needs to be when we look at a goal, when we look at a movement, when we look about what Liz is talking about, is not that, oh, that's going to be hard. No, it's not that. Your reflex needs to be, it's totally possible. And when you Do that. When that becomes your reflex to situations, it's possible. You immediately become solution-oriented. You get this. As you said, the goosebumps, the energy, you get creative, and people want to be with people who believe it's possible because you provide hope to them. And that's what we do better than anyone else, hope with a solution. So, Liz, we are out of time, but you knocked it out of the ballpark. Um, No surprise to me. Thank you so much for preparing so well and for sharing your passion, but also in breaking this down into some tangible points that people can go back and go, yes, I can do this.
3: Thank you, Jeff. Always an honor to be on here, and I always appreciate your uh, leadership and mentorship, so thanks for having me on and going somewhat Uh, easy on me today.
1: uh, Somewhat easy. There's a backstory to that. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much. Coaches... um, not much else needs to be said, I, but I'm going to say two things. Number one is we've talked about this November to remember. Go back and listen to this call. But the most powerful thing you can do to help you get started to to lock arms. What Carl did at the beginning of this leadership piece is he took one person, he grabbed Julie Vora's, didn't grab her, but he had her stand up, walked over to her. She was standing by herself, and he just pushed her on the shoulder. She fell backwards. Okay, uh, then. And which, which demonstrated when you're by yourself, when you're alone, you're not, as, you're not as solid, you're not as rooted. Then he had her lock arms with the people on her row, push them. They were steadfast. They didn't move. There was this solidarity and this strength that came. And so when Liz is talking about locking arms, that's what it's about. That's what this November to remember is about, locking arms, creating a movement. And remember this. This came from uh, Keisha Fitzgerald in one of her presentations. And I don't know who she got it from, but I'm going to give it to her. She said, you don't have to be great when you start, but you have to start to become great. It's never too late to become who you've always wanted to become. But you've got to start. Make today the start date. Get your teammate, get your success partner, and let's start and let's get this movement going. Thanks for being part of Beach Body. Let's make November a month to remember. Thanks, guys, for being coaches and for what you're doing. And with that, Keyshawn, I think I'm tossing it back over to you.
0: You sure are. Great call today. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the wake-up call. If you know someone who missed today's call, they can check out our replay line at 832-225-5065. Have a great day. And remember, it's totally possible. Say it with me. It's totally possible. Bye-bye, everyone.